0: Hello, good morning. (sighs) I am noticing a rhythm. When the new moon happens, I am like on it. 9 a.m. I'm even here at like 8.52. Just like doing my thing in my space, ready to do the live ride at 8.59. And then as the full moon starts about two weeks in, 910 is when I show up (laughs) as this full moon energy begins to intensity (laughs) begins to like have its intensity on me um it's just funny and then you know I'll go into the releasing space and come the rest week and then I'll start back off at the new moon eager and and willing I find it so interesting that I do, I do really love the full moon or just the, the lunar cycle. I love living with the lunar cycle because good morning, Lonice, living with the lunar cycle is really showing me that we are not consistent every day. Anyway, like if we try to be, if I, I will speak for myself, if I try to do like the same thing every day, I will start sabotaging myself. I will start really becoming rigid and you know then I'll become super obedient and then I'll become rebellious and I have this kind of cycle in my own being and so it's an interesting insight when I'm realizing that the the moon does the same thing like I'm gonna start fresh trust me it will be all good this month like with the with the new moon right we're like oh man this is gonna be great New moon, it's building up. We're like, oh, this feels so good. I'm getting some fresh energy. This is great and then we all go crazy for the full moon. And, and she's like, oh, sorry, little too intense. Okay, we'll try again next time. you know <laughs> No matter what, the, the full moon just just pulls it out within us that we all just kind of do that thing <laughs> or whether you have the opposite. I've been getting messages that some, women, it's like sluggish, sluggish, sluggish all through the new moon. And then the full moon happens and they get all their energy from the full moon to the new moon. So whatever your rhythm, there is something very unique that people who don't even follow the astronomical aspects will go, is it a full moon? What's going on? Because the full moon is so powerful. And so again, I was sharing yesterday that I'm reading this book on Irish Druids. And I realized upon reading. Oh, sorry. I did not turn the give me a minute. I've got to plug my inverter in. Like no, but I have my phone charging, but I do not. So I'm plugging my little inverter into my battery over here and let's make sure I can do this without getting shocked. Um, so hold on, I'm here. Let's see. Okay. There we go. Now my phone should be charging. Yes. There we go. Okay. Now it won't die on me. So with this, there you have it. Like, man, just the the lunar cycle. So I'm reading this book. That's where I was. I'm reading this book on Druidism. And the fact that there's like hardly any written aspects on druidism druidism was an oral uh practice and some might even say that it wasn't even a religion while the druid themselves were very magical and anything in or related to the word druid meant sorcerer sorceress magician and so there was a type of magic and so there's a lot of story or lore that goes along and folklore is not like not true folklore is the lore or stories of that time so there's a lot of lore around magic and the uses of magic And, you know, things that this person was cursed and they had birds following them around and attacking them. So they ordered that one of every type of tree be delivered to them. And eventually they found that tree that originally had put the curse on them and they were able to reverse the curse by having that wand in their own hand. So... Um, Why am I doing this? And I asked myself that question finally, like, why are you searching for answers in ancient texts? And I think I am searching. Good morning, Melanie, by the way. I'm searching for this. I'm searching for truth. Like, is there something more? I guess is the question, because I'm so very practical. And, you know, watching people like Elon Musk, who I watched an interview from last year with Joe Rogan, and he got asked the question like, do you think there's aliens out there? And he's like, no, there's no evidence. They're like super shy and sneaky if there are like, there's not this universal evidence of aliens. And I'm like, whoa. And he has Asperger's. So as a neurodivergent, we have blocks in our brain. Like as a neurodivergent, he is masterful at seeing probabilities and understanding solutions and working with people that are able to solve things that have never been solved before. But it doesn't make him right in all aspects. And so I'm like, okay, Elon Musk is not one who seeks esoteric or mysticism in his life. He does not have a mystic bone in his body. He is all about facts, figures, physics, understanding. And I don't even know if he would delve into quantum physics. Like He's very physics-minded nothing wrong with that. He's solving world problems in a very real way. So whether you agree or disagree with Elon Musk, that's just his, his, he's doing what he does. Um, and so it got me thinking of my own neurodivergency and why I'm on this quest to find the real answers and the real keys to having a mystical practice and a magical life and be in connection with the mysticism and the spiritual dimensions at all times. So I'm beginning to hone in on what is my, I I think a lot of it because a lot of our talk in this culture derives around being a healer I naturally thought that that was what I, you know, because I was a good nurturer as a child, I was put into the category of you are going to be a healer. And you probably did too. And I've said this to people like you are a healer. And as I'm saying that I'm going, well, am I a healer or am I trying to help people be a conduit to their own wholeness? Makes a big difference the communication, the words. And as a neurodivergent, it's been taking, it's taken me over 14 years to unlock pieces of my brain in order, through hypnosis, self-hypnosis, through reprogramming, through neuro, um, neuro neuro-linguistic programming, had just a blank there. Um, It's taken me over 14 years to unlock certain aspects in my own brain to accept and find language that serves me. And you may be this way too, where you say things and you're like, it's not really what I wanted to say, but there's not words. The words are not there. I cannot communicate this clearly to you. A lot of times this happens when we're very emotional we have, we cannot articulate what is happening in our emotional body enough to share the intensity or the passion or the pleasure or the experience that we are trying to convey. And it's almost a mystical experience in that way. And so back to the story of reading about the Druids, there was these uh, people in the Druidic community called bards. And bards were Um, musicians, they had harps, they sang songs, they often memorized like the four volumes of poetry, like, and then they added their own unique twist once they had memorized four volumes of poetry, then they could take and add their unique twist to it. And so I find it interesting that through my own journey, as I'm sure that you are finding through your own journey, this need to find ways. You know, I talk to a lot of people and I'm like, you don't need a certification to certify your genius. Lonice knows that I've said this for years and years and years. I heard it about six or seven years ago and it was mind boggling when Melissa Seaman told me this. And I've reshared that message over and over again. Yet, there is something very interesting when we look at the bards and their need to actually have memorized the same thing that all the other hundreds, if not thousands, of bards prior to them had had to memorize. And then they were able to go out and sing it in their unique way, shape, or fashion and add their own magical twist to it. But in the healing modalities, which we will continue calling healing modalities, despite the fact that they're really disguised as the mystical modalities. Ooh, mystical modalities. Hold on. I'm writing that down. I say these things and I'm like, yes. Okay. So in this aspect, we are taught that we can be either healers or there's there's only a few categories that like, when, when I look like, say I'm doing something in the real world and it says, in which criteria does your business fall? Like, so I signed up for the Lowe's Pro account, okay? And so it says, I put Magical Mothering LLC in there because all, all the materials that we buy go to building up the retreat space and things like that. And it was like, what? what is your business? And I'm like, this is funny. No, not gonna be on the Lowe's pullout. <laughs> so of course it's other, you know? Like there's so few categories, even in my taxes, like it's always other like, and taxes get very specific as to like, what modality do you do? Nails? Do you do hair? Do you do health products? Do you do this? And it's like, yeah, okay, I could, you know. Um, so there's this aspect of me trying to look in the general world. So i shared, I've been a Reiki master for 14 years now, Um, certified massage therapist. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I um, am certified in neuro-linguistic programming and timeline therapy and Um, emotional freedom technique and all these things, right? So, and I'm sure you are too. You have all of these things that you've searched and you've read books and books and books and, or you go down the rabbit holes or that's what you usually watch on YouTube or affirmations or whatever it is. Like there's something that pulls at you. And I'm realizing that Being a healer and being in service to others was an appropriate modality for my people pleaser to ascertain to. It was an appropriate modality for me to pick so that I could stay obedient to the society that I live in. And so as I'm unraveling this, and every person that I say that I'm writing a Magical Mothering reference book as a daily devotional, they're like, yes, please. And I'm like, isn't that so interesting that as I'm writing this, I feel very um, egotistical. Like, how... Really wants to have a magical mothering reference guide, like with all the tools that I've ever learned and all these kinds of things. And yet, every time I say it, I met with genuine enthusiasm. Uh, Lonise, isn't that funny? She got a Facebook memory this morning about getting her EFT certification four years ago, right? Like, yeah. And Lonise is like me. It's so. I think I know. I don't think I know that so many of us put ourselves. On the back burner for others. I got very clear this morning that I am meant to do a lot of healing work in the same way that I do for my clients, for myself. Um, And I was re-looking at my human design and I have an open head and an open third eye. So I had said the other day that I had a closed third eye and a closed head and I do not. They're both open. So I misspoke in the... Human design session that I did the other day and just got all wonky. But that leads me to this aspect that when we are approached with serving ourselves, serving our own mysticism desires, when we're served with our own hunger and desire for this knowledge to bridge the worlds and to create a mystical life we can often get a huge disturbance in our being because it goes against the programming that we are here to serve. But I think that is the misconception that if we are, which I'm doing every day on this Facebook Live, if I am to follow My own desire for mysticism, I will in turn be able to serve better. Does that make sense? So, if you stopped doing things to make money and to serve others, but you did them purely out of your own passion and desire and hunger, and then shifted them and put them out to be able to be offered. We have it backwards. Like our whole educational system is built up for people, for individuals to learn what they need to learn to go out and be a productive member of society so that they can do a job that serves the rest of humanity. Yet, if we switch that around, And we create space for individuals to pursue what they're passionate about, for them to actually become and stay whole humans, never feeling less than or like they didn't know something because that wasn't their area of genius. But we allow for ourselves to truly be succumbed to the shadow aspects of ourselves that are hidden and secret to truly unlock the magic that is within us that we thought we had to hide because the rest of the world did not have them around them. There's a magic to that. And that is, that is what I'm searching for when I'm reading these books from the 1800s of what is that magic? Where does it come from? What is it? What is the source of it? And the message that I got yesterday was very clear. It comes from each of us individually. That is what we are here to find, to shine, to be. And as I'm like, that answer's too simple. I want answers. And it's like, there's this aspect of when I talk to my higher self and I'm like, I want more. And she's like, okay, well then go in, go into the memories, recalibrate the memories, go back and talk to those beings that visited you every night that you were told were devils and Satan and, you know, that created an induced fear. And I remember this morning during my writing time that when I was dating Travis, my husband, he had a t-shirt that was actually in a, um, he like framed it and inside of that t-shirt was one of these entities similar to energy of an entity that came to me when i was a child and while i was laying there i was literally shaking i could not stop the shaking and it, at the time i was still a christian and so i was like in the name of jesus christ be gone and da 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 and it left and i got a very clear message this morning that that energy gave the same vibrational frequency to the fear and the dread that was put into me as a child. And so that entity wasn't necessarily evil or bad, but the vibration of it matched the power that is latent within me and scares me so badly. And I was more powerful than that entity, whether I would have said in Jesus's name or not. It was the fact that I claimed. And I said that you cannot be in my force field. You cannot touch me. You cannot have this energy around me. And I sent it away. So it's interesting that we think that we have to claim something in another's name, but it's just that they, Jesus held his human power. We could claim it in our own name and my name, I revoke thee. And entities have to leave because we are more powerful in this physical realm. And so understanding that in a way, like, do I understand that? Probably not. But in a mystical way, there's this unraveling that is happening that I'm beginning to understand that mysticism is by far more important to me than almost anything else in my life like i love the mysticism of the plant practice the crafting of plants i love the mysticism of being in communion with individuals and leading them through a journey in their minds that unlock crevices in their body that they didn't know were in there like mysticism is a practice that i've been hungry and searching for in the ancient religion when really it's just locked away in each one of us, ready and willing to be unlocked. And so while there are, like, I went, I looked up Rudolf Steiner's book, uh, Knowledge of Higher Worlds Again, and I'm like, I need to read this book again. And it was like, no, you don't, but you can, like, You could just do the practice yourself and you'll get all of this insight. And it's like, well, it is easier. He's already written it all down, which is why I'm like, which is why I want to make my own daily devotional. Cause I'm like, it's easier when it's all written down. And my higher self is like, you're lazy. Like, that's okay. (laughs) I could be super patient and wait another like seven years to learn all this, or I could read a book and I don't mind reading. I love reading. And so don't, I don't want to feel like I'm cheating anymore. It's okay to gather the wisdom and the insight that I've already done. Like I've already done the work of gathering it all. If I could stop doing the work of gathering it all and just have it in front of me. And that way each morning I can hear clearly the words that I'm going to reprogram with. I can clearly have insight into my own being. I can create space to do the work and I'm not having to search, search, search. I, so much of our time is wasted searching, which is why during those time they gave the bards the four volumes of poems directly, here you are. But it wasn't a, they weren't written down. Like it took an individual singing these to their, their student, enough times that they were memorized for volumes of poems that's that's thousands upon thousands. it's 20 years is how long it took so when bards were taken from their families uh it was an honor to be included in the bard society the family would give the bard you know their children to the bards 20 years it took for them to memorize the four volumes of poetry. And by the time 20 years is done, can you imagine the reprogramming of music and harps and memories and verses and magic and plant knowledge and herbal medicine and all of these things over 20 years, which is why there is something to this aspect of apprenticeship going full circle back to this aspect of you don't need a certification in order to certify your genius. Yet, I am finding that having the foundation that I have of psychology, of massage therapy, of how the body works, now going into herbalism and having a very clear idea of how herbs work with the body because I've physically manipulated the body and understand how the systems work and how the plants go into that system, how it affects other systems. Good morning, Lisa. Um, It's very important for me to understand these things and for me to have taken since I graduated uh, college in 2005. So for me to have taken this area of knowledge and to grow on it and develop it and to apprenticeship with mysticism being my muse and with healing being my passion, or my the guise of at least my passion, there's always been underneath this, and I hear this actually a lot from a lot of women. They don't want to admit it out loud, but there's this this thought of I know that I'm more powerful than I am. Like I know that I'm sitting on power, and I know that I'm more special than I am. And I don't think it's I don't think it's like a something unique to millennials. Like I really feel like there's so many of us that are like, there's something more. I really, I know that I'm not meant to be like struggling in this life. I know that I'm meant to be making a difference. I know that I'm here to shift the very fabric of the world. And yet we all are staying complacent in this gift. And so I find it interesting that at least every, at least once a week, I get a message in my inbox saying, I was meant to be this and I am this. And this is why I believe that using the power of mysticism and unlocking these aspects within our being and doing the 20 years of work I do find that important. Now, I realize that you can't certify your genius, but you can get a solid foundation. And maybe that's coming with age, where now that I'm 38, and I'm seeing that I've been on this journey for 20 years, and I'm going, yes, I understand how important this foundation is. And I've often said, like, well, my psychology degree was worthless. Like, I don't do anything with psychology. And yet, everything that I do is still involved in psychology in one way, shape, or form. And understanding that that was not the pathway for me was more important than anything else. So, I want to offer to you, and this is the question for the day In what ways do you feel that you are Suppressing your own power, and would mysticism and the practice of a craft help unlock that? Do you think so? I'll write that question on the top of the video because I find that this is a very inclusive question to all of us, really understanding that there is something that is locked away that has been locked away through fear and programming. And there is a latency to it that maybe it takes a certain time because I've been hearing for years, wait, 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 it'll come to you when you're ready. And now these answers are coming to me and I'm going, okay, I understand that I was not in a space that I could have used this information or understood it. So let's dive into that aspect More and create some space around it. So I'm excited to hear from you. And at any time you are in the Patreon group, if you want to be in Patreon, it starts at only $3 a month. If you're in the Patreon, I really love having these discussions in Discord just because they're off social media. And that way we can dive into them a little bit more. So if you want to answer these questions, I encourage you to go into the Discord to do so. Otherwise, feel free if you're not in Discord to reply here. So thank you so much for adding into the magic of my life. And I hope that you have an absolutely magical day.